Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWrap.com. Hey everybody, welcome to week one of the 2023 season. Um, this is our first video cast of the season. Sounds right. <laughs> uh, or of the of the short life of Fantasy Rap. Yep. Um, we decided that we're going to try and make our way out into the visual world um i know i know both of us have faces for radio <laughs> as stated by you last week well no i was nick, i think but, i was yeah. talking about nick but, yeah um but, <laughs> and nick's nick's not a bad looking guy you know it, it's just one of those things that you know you always talk about hey you got a face for radio yep. <laughs> um so uh what we're gonna do is we're gonna start out with our recap of thursday night football um, my first, I've got a couple of takes. Um, first of all, you remember back to our wrap up of the Super Bowl, where I was impressed with the Kansas City defense. Yeah. So without Chris Jones, mm-hmm. that defense held one of the better offenses from last year to twenty-one points. The number four offense. At the end of the season. Okay. Yep. So, so you're and and they they got rid of Swift, they got rid of Jamal Williams, mm-hmm. and I I actually I think I like their running game better, uh, between Montgomery and and Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, they definitely upgraded the position. With, right. Obviously, with taking Gibbs at the twelve, and then Montgomery is no slouch. I mean, he was very good in Chicago for years right. too. Right. So, I, I yeah. think they just didn't want to pay him. Yep. Um. And they they like Khalil Herbert. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you hold, if the KC defense holds a a good a good offense to twenty one points, they should have won. Now, my next thought is, they're you know, and they did that with without Chris Jones. Yeah, who <laughs> I gotta cut. I thought it was hilarious that he was sitting in the stands. Did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah, he was at the game just well, chilling. Yeah, you know why he was there. Yeah. Well, I'm sure after the game, probably walked up and. Well, no, he yeah. he uh, he wanted to be there for the, the banner uh, unfurling of yeah, the banner. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, but also to show up when you're in a holdout, and you know he's oh yeah, especially he's after they hold lose out to week eight. Yeah, you know, and they lose, but like you said, their defense did do very well against it, yeah. you know one of the top offenses from last season. Right. Um, but I'm sure he was probably standing out there with a. Duffel bag saying, "Throw my money in here." Uh, he, he he probably was. So so then on to the the other observation that I really had was the Kansas City offense was not horrible. Um, other than so, I mean, you think about it, their their primary receiver was not there. Yep, and that makes a world of difference. So so the people that go out and they say, oh, Detroit beat Kansas City, Kansas City's done. Kansas City's not done. Kansas City still has a great chance at making the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is they need Kelsey back. And the biggest thing about that also is that they've got to get something out of Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony had 
four yeah. drops. That one that hit him. I mean, you couldn't throw a better ball right through his hands, turns well, into a pick six. Oh, I yeah. Mean, yep. yep. That one, you know. The that, one where he kind of yeah. got turned around a little bit, but yeah. easily yeah. catchable ball. Yeah. The only one I give him a little bit of grace on is the one where that other receiver cut right in front of him. Yep. I, I didn't, I you know, he had he had every right to complain and go, yeah. I mean that's that'll mess you up. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, when your own player runs right in front of you and throws off your timing, and and that ball yeah. was already in the air, so it missed him, missed the guy in front of him by you know just a little bit, mm-hmm. and and he didn't catch it. So you know I'll give him a break on that one, but uh, overall, you know you it, that has to they they have to have that work. Yeah, I mean he's he's super talented. I mean you know the the knock on him is always well he's only been in the league for this is second. Second season, third season, second, I want to say. Um, but, you know, he's got the talent, you know, electric guy. Like, the reason I think they – I think they traded for him um, was to try and help fill that hole from Tyreek Hill. Right. I mean, he has that skill set, super fast, fast twitch, Which is interesting because you know. they've got McKinnon to do that. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean. And they, they, in my mind, they underutilized McKinnon yesterday. But, but it, yeah. it'll, it'll come together, but mm-hmm. I, think, I think one of the biggest things, and, and going forward on 4th and 25, when you still had all three timeouts left and you were only down by one, I didn't quite understand that either. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I, am, yeah. I am not a, a general manager or a coach, so, <laughs> so I just kind of say it me, uh, how I see it. Let me propose the situation for you. Uh, certain wide receiver in Tampa Bay that says, I believe it's tomorrow, he's ending all contract negotiations with the team. That receiver being Mike Evans. Yeah. He's probably done as a buck after this season or halfway through the season before the trade deadline gets he, dealt somewhere. Yeah. I think if KC I don't I don't know what there's cap situation money situation is um especially if they're going to throw a bag of money at chris jones right which i think i mean it it's not 100 percent necessary because their defense did play well but you did notice some plays where you know you wanted him in there um you know mvs like we've talked about you know what mvs is he's not a star guy he's a one catch for 68 yards and a touchdown right you know on three targets right you know he's a deep shot guy Tony's a slot guy, slash, and, you know, speedster, some screen, stuff like that. Um, so is Sky Moore. Sky Moore is the same. Uh, Rasheed Rice did catch that touchdown, yeah, you yeah. know, which was, you know, he just found a pocket in the back of the end zone. Right. Um, he actually but, looked pretty impressive. He, yeah. Uh, he, he had another one thrown to him toward the end um, that was blocked by, uh, a knockdown by the uh, linebacker. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that's why I'm saying. You know, they were they were so close to so many things happening and going their way. Mm-hmm. If Kadarius Tony catches three of those four drops, they probably win the game. Yeah, well, let's, you take him, you take Kadarius Tony off the field in all those situations, they win the game. Right. So, but like I said, I mean, is that what, what would you think of like Mike Evans coming to KC? Is is this his last homes? year on the contract? I. Uh, Technically, no. I think he still has three, three or four more seasons, but they're all void years. Oh, okay. So, so it's technically pretty yeah, much yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it could happen. 
No. Um, I think Mike Evans Selfishly, wants... Selfishly, I would like it to happen because I have Mike Evans. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't know that they've got the money, yeah. uh, especially with Chris Jones' situation. Um, and, you know, I, I was watching uh, a show this morning, and uh, they were talking about Chris Jones and his desire for more money and how hard it is now that... Um, Mahomes is like the sixth or eighth highest paid quarterback. Well, Burrow just signed right. that huge, massive yeah, 275, deal. 219 guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you've got a quarterback that is currently, I mean, when he signed it, it was the biggest contract yeah. In, yeah. in football. Uh, it has since been, you know, beaten by many, many other players. Mm-hmm. And. So, you know, the argument could be made he'll ask for more money or he gave them a decent rate so that they could sign players. Well, then how does Chris Jones come in and say, I want the most money for my position and think that that's going to fly when Mahomes took a 10-year contract, knowing, more than likely knowing that he wasn't going to be anywhere near the top of the pay scale. Yeah, um, I mean that. Yeah, that would make for uh, probably some awkward locker room situations, um, right? You know, and, and, and therefore kind of looking at Chris Jones, like, come on, man, like, you know, this is what we're doing here. You know, it's a culture thing that Mahomes did right, too. Right. I mean, and granted, not, he's still got a ridiculous amount of money. Oh yeah, yeah, four hundred and fifty million dollars over a ten. Culture thing. I mean, you know, everybody brings up Brady. Brady did the same thing. Every granted, year. Giselle is worth much more money than Tom is. Right. You know, but obviously they're split now. But at the time, you know, it was like he didn't need it. But, right, right. you know, Mahomes did that to build a culture and a um, put a, you know, an air of this is about the team. It's right. not about one individual player. And, and, and what they could do mm-hmm. if, if Mahomes stays where he is at 45 a year average mm-hmm. and Jones would come in at a decent rate and they could get a Mike Evans. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because that just keeps it going. And, and, but somehow they're going to have to find receivers because outside of Kelsey, um, I'm, I'm not overly impressed with any of these guys. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think Rushy Rice, maybe we saw was Rushy Rice. Um, there's a, uh, Justin, is it another rice? Or just Watson or something like that. Oh, Watson. There was no Watson. Ross. Ross. I think it's like Justin oh, okay. Ross yeah. or something. He was like a preseason kind of like people are like, ooh, like deep. Wa- deep Watson sleeper. was pretty good. But though. Yes, yeah. There's there like they have guys there, but whether it's going to translate into anything, we didn't really see that last night. Exactly, you know, and so. then and then also the the whole idea of which running back am I going to be playing? Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that later. Yep. Um, so, you know, overall, if I were a Casey fan, I wouldn't be overly worried yet as yeah. long as you get those two players back, Kelsey especially. Yeah. Um, the defense looked good without Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm Detroit, you know, Detroit fans are going, oh, we beat Kansas City, we beat the Super Bowl champions. You know what? You didn't. Um, you beat part of a team yep um you scored 21 you should have scored more yeah 
Kansas City's defense obviously is better than it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. And like I said, after the Super Bowl, watching the Super Bowl, that's that's what I noticed. I noticed yeah. that they played against a, a, a very, a, I mean, an excellent offense yeah. in Philadelphia. And they made great plays. Mm-hmm. They always see, and, and they're doing it now. So yeah. um, some of the stats from the game, uh, Goff, was 22 of 35 for 253 yards and uh, a touchdown. Montgomery had no uh, targets, 21 rushes for 74 yards and a touchdown. Gibbs had two targets for 18 yards, seven rushes for 42, so six yards a carry. Yeah. Uh, including a couple of really short gains and some really long gains. So yeah. he's, he's exciting. Yeah. Um, little... But if you drafted him as your number one back. Yeah. Yeah, or you drafted Montgomery as your number one back. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. here's here's another situation. You don't know who's going to play. Yeah, I think as the season goes along, Gibbs will take over um, more. I mean, that week one, Gibbs is a rookie. You know, it is probably a little. Um, you're going into that environment in KC. They're hanging a banner because they want to screw. Right. Like, you know, rookie, a little jittery. I mean, we saw on the one, he tried to break on the outside, and he kind of tripped himself up. He went to go juke a guy, and he kind of tripped himself up and rolled. Yep. And then he forgot he wasn't in college, so he just stood there, and then they came and, you know. Well, he was looking for a place to go, well, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, he, you know, so whether that's a little jittery, just got a little ahead of himself. But, yep. you know, so I think, uh, you know, like I said, if you got Gibbs as yeah your first running back or even your second, which I think is going to be a really good situation for your team if you have him as your second back. Unless you're um, in my league. Well, yeah. Um, you know, it's going to come. He's he's too good. They took him at the 12th pick, which, and it sounds like um, if you saw the video from the Lions draft room when they when the team in front of them didn't take Gibbs and they were all cheering and, and everybody's all confused, there were a lot of other teams looking at him in okay. those couple picks after, so they also gotcha. knew that you know this was a guy that you know a couple teams believed in. So right. it'll come. I mean, Montgomery is a good running back. I mean, he had 21 carries, which is you know that's quite a few. Oh yeah. You know, yep. Uh, uh, totes of the of the football. Right. So, but under know. under four yards per carry. Yeah, a little inefficient. Right. But, yeah. um, so then we go on to Amon Ross, St. Brown, uh, six catches on nine targets, 71 yards and a touchdown. Um, their go-to guy, Um, especially after Marvin Jones fumbled and dropped a couple, and he didn't look good either. No. Um, Reynolds was four catches on seven targets for 80 yards, a pretty impressive Mm -hmm. outing. And Laporta, five catches on five targets for 39 yards. Granted, they weren't long passes, but much like we saw with Hawkinson, an important part of that offense. Yeah, I think it's the same thing as Gibbs. You know, he's a rookie, first game in. They're not going to throw, you know, they're not going to throw the ball at him 15 times. Right. You know, it'll come. He's, a you know, one of those Iowa tight ends that I feel is probably going to end up like one of those Iowa tight ends. And, like, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be George Kittle, but, you know, he's got the the athleticism. He looks very similar, moves really nice out on the field. Um, you know, could be a huge part of this offense, especially with Jamison Williams being out for the eight weeks. Um, right. You know, that's why I think Reynolds is a really good streaming option. 
um, until Williams comes back, mm-hmm. uh, you know, depending on the matchup, like last night, like if you were in a bind, like a, you know, you got Cooper cup out, you know, he's on IR, you need somebody in a pinch. I think Josh Reynolds last night. I mean, obviously it's, I mean, I probably would have gone for... sky more and put him in my, <laughs> sorry, James. Oh, <laughs> Um, So let's move on to Kansas City. Uh, Mahomes was six rushes for 45 yards, 21 of 39 for 226 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Interception was not his. Nope. Um, That was on Kadarius Toney. Um, So decent numbers. Uh, Not what we'd expect, but I guess what we'd expect without Kelsey in there. Yeah. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, four catches on four targets, 31 yards, eight rushes, 23 yards. Um, so 12 touches, mm-hmm. uh, Clyde Edward Hilaire, Edwards Hilaire, it was one catch on one target for seven and six rushes for 22 for a total of seven touches. And McKinnon was one catch on two targets for 10 yards, no carries. Um, and, and it, you know, again, we'll, we'll get to this later, but, mm-hmm. um, I, I wouldn't want any of them. No. Oh, yeah, you don't want, and it's been that way, I think, since, well, Clyde's rookie season, he was pretty good, and then they had Kareem Hunt before that, and you remember Kareem Hunt's first game, first carry, he fumbles, but then he went on for, like, almost 200 yards and, like, two touchdowns, so, I mean, it's been a while since there's been a Casey back, except for the end of last season with McKinnon, where he came out and was, like, the number one back for five weeks or whatever it was, right. you know, so a little... You know, head scratch as to why he only had one touch. You know, you know, only two targets, and yeah. that's that's yep. his wheelhouse is right. as a receiving running back. So right. it's a little, little odd. So. Right. Uh, I only chose three of the wide receivers and no <laughs> tight ends because it it just it wasn't a good game. Yeah. Um, I mean, you only had twenty one completions. MVS was uh, two catches on two targets for forty eight yards. Yeah. Uh, like we said, what you'd expect out of MBS, at least if you're a Packer fan. Yep. Uh, Watson was two catches on four targets for 45 yards, and Kadarius Tony had one catch for uh, five yards. No, one catch of five targets for one yard. He had those four drops, and he had one rush for minus one yards. So a big donut for him. Yep. Unless you're in PPR, then you would have picked up a point. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Overall, just I'm not not impressed with them. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to our pick of the week. And so what we've got, the top six quarterbacks, uh, excluding last night's game, are Hertz, Lamar Jackson, uh, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, and Fields. Yep. So that's based on the scoring in my 16-team league. So... It, it may be different for others, you know, other places that, you know, yeah, do there's projections. Some, some names missing out of there that we right. were talking beforehand. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. So this is this is just based on what CBS says yep. are the top six outside of outside of last night. And so my pick um, is Josh Allen versus the Jets. I know that, you know, that could be a tough game, mm-hmm. but I see, I, you know, it's it's a Monday night game. And I think he's going to, you know, it, it, it could very well be a high-scoring game, too. Yeah, it could. Um, I mean, it's it's going to be an interesting game, and I just see Josh putting being up Josh, Josh Allen. Yeah, putting being up Josh, Josh Allen, Allen numbers. Yeah. 
Um, you know, he, I, I don't, I don't think it really matters. And mainly because when he can't pass, he, he can run. Yeah. So he's always effective. Yep. At, no matter who he's playing against. So. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, obviously they added a, you know, some, well, with added. Kincaid, who would be kind of interesting to see what he brings in his first game. And it'll be um, interesting to see how, how the time splits out with the two tight ends. Wait, yeah, with Dawson Knox, the right. incumbent. He's been there for a couple years now. Right. He's always been one of those guys that, you know, you might stream and hope for a huge, huge game, but I don't think he's ever really put up, like, any monster games. Right. Um, you know, But, but he's usually a red zone target. Yeah, you know, he's one of those guys that's a little frustrating because you would expect – when they get down into the five, you know, ten yard line and in, he's a, probably a target. But it's either Josh Allen runs it and falls into the end zone, or Josh Allen runs and falls into the end zone. Right. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> so but, who's yeah. yours? Uh, mine is uh, going to be Joe Burrow. Like I said, just signed that huge <laughs> contract. Um, and and another one I can't believe isn't in the top six. Yeah, my wife asked me why I wasn't better at football, so. So you could have two hundred and seventy-five million, also two nineteen guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said I'm sorry. I, I, you know, high school. I guess I was okay. Yeah, that was it. Well, you're not uh, tall enough, and you probably weren't a quarterback. No, I was uh, the biggest kid in senior year when I weighed two hundred pounds. So that should give you an idea of what our team was like. Little. Yeah. Small. I was going to say because in seventh grade, uh, I was coaching my son's team, and we had a six foot one. 274 foot, or 274 pound lineman. Yeah. yeah and, that's crazy. And, and, and he was one of our best athletes yeah. on top of it. He yeah. could move. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Especially to so, be that young. But seventh, yeah, seventh grade. Yeah. So, all uh, my failed NFL career aside, um, going Joe Burrow uh, against the Browns, um, you know, he usually does very well. Obviously, returning with that trio of receivers, adding um, who I agree with Nick. Uh, from last week when we were interviewing Nick that I think Irv Smith is going to be, you know, I think after this week um, he's probably going to get picked up in a lot of leagues as either just a bench stash or, you know, as a starter if they've got somebody, you know, who knows what can happen. And it's like we've said, you know, know, with, with those other three, now having another very capable receiver yep. who can... I mean, he runs like a, a receiver. Yeah, yeah. So you're really putting four quick receivers yeah. out there who have good hands. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a win-win. So, yeah. So I think that just the matchup, the situation is really good for Burrow, um, especially, you know, coming out of signing that giant deal is going to want to come and prove that they, you know, literally put all of their eggs in the correct basket. Right. So um, I think he should have a very, very good week this yep. week. So. I couldn't uh, couldn't agree more. Um, running back. So our top six are Eckler, Bijan Robinson, Chubb, Pollard, and unbelievably McCaffrey at five. <laughs> Interesting. And then Henry. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with... The rankings that uh, uh, CBS threw up, um, especially since I am the lucky owner of McCaffrey in all three of my leagues, Um, I am going Saquon Barkley against Dallas. Um, Always seems to put on his 
best some of his best games against them. Yep. Um, he, you know, they. I, I think that um, they're going to rely on him quite a bit mm-hmm. again. Um, hell, you, you just paid eleven million or whatever for him to come back for the year. Yeah. You're going to use him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they gave him the the one year deal. Uh, if they're going to let him walk after this, they are just going to they're going to try and run him into the ground. Exactly. Season. They're going to get everything they can out of him. Um, you know, and at the Giants and the Cowboys is kind of a matchup where even if the Giants team isn't that good and the Cowboys are good, it reminds me a little bit of Green Bay and Detroit, where even if Detroit was not good, they would still play Green Bay super tough. Right, it better, than, it, seems, better than most other teams. Yeah, do. it always seems to be kind of that correlation with the Giants and Cowboys. Um you know, see, it'll be interesting to see with Daniel Jones. You know, obviously they add in Darren Waller should help open up that offense a little bit more so the focus isn't all on Saquon. Right. Because that was the problem before. You right. know, everybody knew where the ball was going to go. So, you know, it's kind of tough to be a, a top, you know, top two, three back every single week when you have the, you know, nine guys on the defense just right. <laughs> waiting yeah, for it, you. Yeah. And for, <laughs> for Saquon, it's a plus yep. and it's a minus. I mean, uh, the plus is if they if they run him a lot, he's going to put up he should put up big numbers, yep. and then he can possibly command a bigger contract next year. But at the same time, more miles, more miles. Yep. So you know every one of those hits. Uh, it's like we said about uh, Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. and it wasn't it Chubb who had. I mean these guys you. You worry about longevity, which is why you know they're banding together and saying we're not making enough money. Yeah. And I agree with them, mm-hmm. like we said in one of our earlier podcasts. Yep. But you know, it, it's it's good and bad. Yep. So we'll have to see what happens. Yep. Uh, my uh, running back start of the week is going to be Aaron Jones. Um, I guess a little bit of a homer pick, but uh, Christian Watson has been ruled out. Romeo. Oh, he has already. Yep. I didn't yeah, see. Came that. out a couple hours ago. I think okay. he, he's been ruled out. Um, and then Romeo Dobbs is still questionable. Um, I don't think he's practiced much or if at all this week. Right. Um, so he's probably going to be downgraded. Uh, so that leaves a whole lot of nothing outside of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And then uh, probably probably Luke, see a lot of Luke Musgrave. Luke Musgrave. You know, who's getting a lot of hype. Well, um, and on know. top of it, I mean, granted it was against some second stringers, but Malik Heath... Really, mm-hmm. really impressed me during the preseason. Yeah, they still got. I mean, saw a couple highlights from him last Toure. year, Samari Toure. So, yep. uh, and they got the rookie. I don't know if Jaden Reed has really been in there much, but he might get thrown he's, in there. He's you know? made some so, nice. He's made yeah. some nice plays in the preseason. Yeah, also, so he might might just have to. <laughs> right, you know, right. it's just out of necessity. And, and the which, nice thing yeah. is, the nice thing is that with a rookie, well. No, no, Jordan Love is not a rookie, but consider him as a rookie because this is his first year starting. Mm -hmm. So you think about that, and he really has no preconceived notion of who I have to throw to. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not going to pick favorites like Rogers. Right. You know. Right. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if if everyone else is open, Devontae Adams has five on him. Throw to Devontae. Mm -hmm. Um, So I mean, I think that it's it's not as bad as it seems. Even though, you know, obviously most of his practicing is done with Watson and, yeah. and Dobbs. Yep. But, you know, I think with with 
you know, he's he's spent enough years yeah. working with whomever. Mm-hmm. I think he's willing to find whoever is open and throw them the ball. Yeah, and that's what he was doing in preseason. He's making his reads, making smart throws, good throws, you know. Um, so it'll be interesting. But like I said, that's why my pick of the week is Aaron Jones. Just a lot of necessity. Yeah. And it's against the Bears. The Bears defense, um, you know. One of the worst they, last uh, year. One of the worst. And then, you know, I mean, they basically sold their defense yeah. last year. Yeah. And they I don't got think worse they really made any changes to it. So Aaron Jones should on the ground and – you know PPR this week. Yeah, I would not be surprised if he's one of the top five backs. Just like there's there's a possibility he could catch ten passes this week. Oh, just yeah, check easily. downs, wheel routes, whatever you want to call it. So that's like I said, basically pure necessity. But my picks Aaron Jones. Yep. Uh, wide receivers: Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, Devonte Adams, CD Lamb, and Jamar Chase. Um, I, I like all those guys. Um, I think that I'm going to do something that I don't normally do. Stack. Stack. Um, <laughs> I am stacking uh, Allen with Diggs. Yep. I think that, you know, I, th- I think that having all of those weapons that they've got in Buffalo, mm-hmm. including the fear of Allen running, mm-hmm might open the game for digs. Now, yeah. I'm I'm also that guy that uh, a week or so, two weeks ago, said that Diggs was not in my top five overall wide receivers this year. Oh, that's for the season. Right. So um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, uh, you know, I, I, you know, a lot of times he's going to end up probably in the top five. Yeah. So this is an opportunity when he's not in the top five for me to actually say yep, he's going him. to be or in the yep. top six and, and say he's going to be uh, a potential breakout candidate. Yeah, I mean, I've said it a couple times now, for quite a stretch of the season last year, he was the number one receiver, or one of the top two. Like him and Devontae kept kind of swapping, um, depending on who had the bigger week. So I I think that continues this year. You know, I mean, like we said, there was a little murmuring, some stuff going on, you know, some, I think like Stephen A. came out and said somebody that he knows that's close to the team said that Diggs said allegedly that he doesn't want to play in Buffalo anymore and he wants out. And then Diggs came out, cleared the air. So either way, like I said, during our top five rankings, squeaky wheel gets the grease. And I I think there's probably going to be plenty of uh, grease being applied to that wheel week one. I I would agree. Um, And uh, Stephen A. Smith is not my brother. Um, I'm I'm Dan Smith. He's Stephen A. (laughs) We're not related. Uh, I don't agree with much of anything that comes out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, uh, while I think it could bother, uh, could could play into this uh, over the course of the season, uh, until it starts happening, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to believe and that I think it is going it, to. Yeah, if it was as bad as some some people were saying or hearing, quote unquote something would have happened by right, now i right. believe you know i don't think buffalo is the kind of place um you know that the, the coach is not the kind of coach that you can pull that and still be on the team right you know so i like i said if there was something going on it's either been squashed or they're just not talking about it <laughs> agreed so uh yeah my uh wide receiver uh start this week is um oh shoot who did i pick again let me take a peek I texted to you. Oh, it's Mike Evans. That's right. Mike Evans. Um, again, 
not with the Jones, but Homer pick because I have Evans on my fantasy team. But, uh, you know, against Minnesota, who's going to be a terrible, terrible defense, but probably a pretty solid offense again. Um, you know, Tampa Bay's defense, middle of the pack probably. So I think Minnesota's going to be able – I think this is could potentially be a high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. Um, Baker Mayfield is not afraid to chuck it, you know, just – pray that Mike Evans is down the field um he's not afraid to do that you know uh so like I said could be an interesting game um you know yeah Chris Godwin underneath you know I mean they still have some weapons there uh, a little bit of a, another sleeper tight end kind of deep is like Kate Otten mm-hmm. um you know could be a, a good target for uh, Baker Mayfield that where if he doesn't just throw it down the field you know he's going to be open you know underneath somewhere for him um so it, it all kind of hint like I said kind of hinges on Baker Mayfield, but with Mike Evans, it's never really cared. He's never really cared that much who his quarterback is. Right. Because he's always put up really good seasons with some bad quarterbacks. Personally, so. I'm just glad that uh, that Baker is still in the, the league. Because yeah. I've always enjoyed his commercials. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I mean, those are, those, are some, <laughs> those are some of my favorite commercials, to be honest. Um, was the one where his wife wanted uh, some some snacks and he had to run like halfway across the stadium. Right, she, right. Like, sat down and she wanted like a right. water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, they're, <laughs> they're they're just they're they're cute and they're fu- funny. Well, they're so, relatable because right, you know, that's Britt, us. Britt does the same thing every right. night. I need water right after I laid down. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, yeah. We, yeah. yeah. So you know what it, <laughs> you know what's coming. So let's move on to tight ends. We've got uh, Andrew Mark Andrews. We've got Kittle. We've got Hawkinson, we've got Waller, we've got Njoku, and we've got Dulcich. So I am going to go with Dallas Goddard uh, against New England. Um, I, I, you know, it, it, it seems like he was a, a very good weapon last year, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, it could take away from some of the other players that are on, yeah. that I've drafted on some of my teams, but... You know, I, I think that uh, especially being opening night, he's going to have a, a very good game. Yeah, I mean, Goddard's been one of those guys, fantasy-wise, that he's always been of amazing value in your drafts. Right. You know, some seasons, like this season even, he's going in like the sixth, seventh round. Right. You know, and he's on one of the better offenses in the mm-hmm. league. Um, the only concern is the same concern last year with the Eagles, is especially against how... I mean, New England's always so tricky. Like their defense is always surprisingly stout, you know. But they're they're good just, from a fantasy perspective. Yes, but so the the concern with Goddard is just is he going to play a whole game or is it going to be the first half right. like it was last season? So, right. But yeah, I mean, like I said, he's always been an amazing value for fantasy, and he's always one of the more consistent guys as long as he's healthy and on the field. So, right. Yeah. So uh, my tight end start of the week is. Uh, some people are going to say, well, what the heck? Um, but it's actually going to be Dalton Schultz mm-hmm. uh, kind of taking a shot here. Uh, you know, rookie quarterback, it's the Texans. They're playing Baltimore. But to me, that's those are all pluses. Uh, Baltimore's probably going to score like 45 points, which means Houston's going to have to throw the ball right. to try and keep up or stay in the game if somehow they come out. I mean, because they came out last year, too, and were actually kind of surprised right away. But, well, but but they know. weren't passing the ball. They were well, running true, the ball. Well, true, Damian Pierce, yes. So, yeah, I mean, um, and that's that's the interesting thing is that they they were 
they would have stayed in games a lot better had they just stuck with the run. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but it seems like that that's a value to them. Yeah. So you know, and like I said, my reasoning: rookie tight end or rookie quarterback, he's going to be looking for Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz is a veteran at this point. You know, big guy, good target, solid hands. Right. Um, you know, we saw what he was doing in Dallas before he got injured. Uh, you know, Dallas chose not to pay him, or you no, know, Schultz, I think, declined their offer and wanted to be a free agent. So um, I think just kind of like the Aaron Jones thing, I think out of necessity, Dalton Schultz could have double-digit targets this week just to help them try and stay somewhat in the game absolutely so you know like i said i think ppr wise you know he might not get a whole lot of yardage but if he gets seven catches and scores one touchdown you know you know that's, that's a big game pretty pretty good tight end especially if you're uh you know if you had to tilt like Britt did from uh travis kelsey uh you know i pushed her towards picking up dalton schultz mm-hmm. as her backup especially with kelsey sitting just right. because of like i said just the pure opportunity of the amount of targets that he could get yep this week agreed so let's move on to our keep them trade them drop them uh piece um i know it's early in the season and it's kind of hard to think about this and mm-hmm. uh, but what i did was i threw together the three running backs <laughs> from last night's kansas city game kansas city, yeah. you've got pacheco Yuck. Edward Zelaire and McKinnon. Yep. And um, personally, personally, I would not, like I said, I would not draft any of the three of them. Yep. Uh, I might have taken a flyer on McKinnon um, in my in my 16-team league if he was there in probably the 13th, 12th, 13th, 14th round. He went in the 4th. No, no, no. McKinnon went oh, in the night. Oh, McKinnon. Nights. You're talking about so, Pacheco earlier. So, yep, yep, no, yeah, I, <laughs> P- Pacheco, you know, if, <laughs> if you've got three guys that you're running in and out, I, y- you don't have any guarantee of anything. Yep. Um, Pacheco had, uh, in, in our setting, had 5.4 points. Um, that's not enough for a number two back. That's that's really not enough. Yeah. Now in my in the draft in that one, I was the number one pick, and I ended up getting um, well McCaffrey McCaffrey in the first. <laughs> um, it came back to me, and I took Ramondre Stevenson. Like it. And then because I had, so then I pick, I actually went and I chose a wide receiver with yep. my third pick. Mm-hmm. So my back to pack picks were a running back wide receiver. When it came back to me 32 picks later, mm-hmm. so the very last pick in the fourth round, I picked up Cam Akers, yeah. who is the starter for the Rams. Yeah. Now, Pacheco was selected about eight picks prior to him in the early fourth <laughs> round before guys like Brees Hall, Alvin Kamara, Khalil Herbert, and my pick, Cam Akers. Yeah, either somebody was asleep at the wheel, or they. The only thing I could think of is they're going. Well, he's the starter for Kansas City, presumed, but that wasn't the case. And uh, Clyde was the first back out on the field. Right, he had the first two carries in but, the game. But, but even so, I mean, yeah. they the the share was just. I mean, twelve touches yeah. or or 
you know, eight eight rushes and four targets, mm-hmm. that's not enough for me. No. Um, that, not in that league if yeah. you want to try and win. So, uh, and then and then in the league, McKinnon went in the ninth round and Edwards Allaire went in the tenth tenth round. Mm-hmm. All three of them, which doesn't surprise me in because of the depth. I mean, yeah. 16 teams, if you each take four running backs, you know, that's a lot of running backs. <laughs> Um, so, you know, 64 backs, that's everyone's starter and almost everyone's backup. Yep. But in this case, because you don't know who's 1A and 1B or, or 3A and 3B <laughs> uh, versus that third down back in McKinnon, yep. who was electric at the end of the season last year, I, I understand why they were taken, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have taken one before those other four guys. And, yeah. and there were other guys that, that came after that. That was yeah. just in the fourth round. Those are all guys who were picked after Pacheco. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So in my mind, um, I would try and trade all of them if all three of them were on my team. Yeah. And I would not keep any of them. No. And if it got to it, I would probably cut all three of them and try and find something better. And, and there may not be anything better, but... I don't know. I don't know why you would have drafted them. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, back against the wall. The only one I'm keeping out of there would be Pacheco. To be honest, um, young back, uh, probably the know, most upside. Yeah, definitely the most upside. Uh, McKinnon, obviously, you know, came in and was a it was a monster. You know, league winner for a lot of people because he came out of nowhere. Basically, Still try and trade him on the fact that he had he, a huge second half. Yeah. I mean, basically if you're going to try and trade him after week one, that's, that's, that's the well, selling point. I, I know. You yeah. Know, oh yeah. Know, yeah. After that's, week that's one. the selling point is that, well, remember what he did last season. You right. Know, could right. do that again. Cause obviously you look at the, the, the stats or the totals, they're, not excited. I don't think they're still excited to have Clyde on the roster, even though he made like he was on the ch- the cutting block for the fifty three roster, and they kept him. Seven touches for him. You know he's a smaller back. He's not that fast either. You know for running back. Um, you know, and he went crazy because of all the stuff going on with JT Jonathan Taylor. He went before Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. You know, so imagine Kansas City with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be crazy. Right. So, right. Like I said, I think back well, to that's, the wall. That's true. Yeah. Of, that's true of so many well, different yeah, players. Yeah. But back to the wall, I think the only one that I would keep, and it's just pure upside for me, is Pacheco, um, because he's their best. You know, hand the ball off running back. Um, you're obviously, like like I said, the only thing you're trading McKinnon on is the possibility of last year, and then Clyde. You're I. Probably. Again, the I think the only leagues that he gets drafted in are ones like like that that format that you were that you've been in for thirty years. Agreed. I just you know. I just sit here and I think to myself, okay, Andy Reid. Oh, frustrating. I'm mm-hmm. not going to draft one of his running backs. It's it's you know it's the it's the um, Bill Belichick of two to five years ago. Yeah. When he had a stable of three or four running backs, and you don't know who was in the doghouse each week mm-hmm. and who he was going to play and who was, you know, who got the hot hand and who was going to play the whole game. Yeah, I think the last running back of Andy Reid that was fantasy like a fantasy stud was probably LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Could be. Yeah, you know, cuz yeah, Charles was gone before Reid came back, you know, went to KC, so it's probably LaShawn McCoy. 
Yeah. But, you know, which is crazy to think about. But, you know, yeah, that Casey backfield, I think obviously it showed, I think it showed two things for Casey last night was obviously they need Travis Kelsey. But also Mahomes almost got it done. Yeah. Save for a Skymore, or sorry, uh, Kadarius Tony slipping one through his hands that resulted in a pick six. You know, he's oh right. He you know Mahomes was getting it done well enough to win that game. Yeah. So because actually, they were getting a good assist from the defense. Right. So, so the defense yeah. actually only gave up fourteen points, Correct. not twenty one. Yes. So you know, not having Kelsey. And it'll be interesting to see going forward what the lack of uh, Eric Bieniemy, their offensive coordinator, right. is now the OC for Commanders. Um, the Commanders. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see because I think they have Matt Nagy. Yep. Now there, which we all remember the Bears and Matt but, Nagy but years. But Matt Nagy so. was the offensive coordinator in Kansas City That's before true. he went to the Bears. That's true. So you know, maybe maybe he figures it out there. I, you know, like I said. Um, I'm not. I'm not too worried about their offense if, as long as they get Kelsey back and yep. soon, and Kelsey remains Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, Thirty-four years old. Um, I. You know this. This could be the swan song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, mean, he's for. I mean, he's a tight end. So just the pure amount of blocking and then right. just the tread. From I mean, how granted, much he's used in that, granted that you've got, got guys like Mercedes Lewis that's playing at 39. Yeah. D- different world, different type of, I mean, he's not a big receiving back yeah. or, or tight end. He's, he's a big blocking tight end. He's, he's a sixth lineman. Um, so I, I mean, I, I, I hope it works for, for Travis this year. Mm-hmm. Um, if it doesn't, it's going to be a down year for Kansas city. Yep. Um, they need to work on some things, but, Otherwise, if he comes back and plays like you expect, they should be fine. Yeah. Regardless of what they do with their running backs, um, but I do think, I, I do think that you're going to see more of McKinnon than Edwards yeah. Alaire oh, over yeah. time. Yeah. Um, just a thought, and it's and it's it may be more like we're keeping Edwards Alaire in case anything happens to Pacheco. Yeah, that's like I said, that'd be the only way I'd ever seriously look at Edwards Lair on like the waiver wire would be if Pacheco went down and he right. missed time. Obviously if McKinnon's not on a roster, he would be the first back. I mean you'd have everybody putting in their right. waiver claims. People spending ridiculous amounts of uh fab if you're in that type of yep. uh you know league. Um but yeah that's, Well luckily I don't have to rough. worry about that in my league. You know, yeah. <laughs> all of them are gone. And and like I said, by round ten of fourteen all of them were yeah, gone. That's so crazy. Um, so that's all we've got for this week. Um, we will be back next Tuesday. Uh, we will be doing the Tuesday and Friday night uh, editions, um, episodes. And uh, hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll get those out by the next day. So until then, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Have yep. a great day. Yep. See you later. Bye-bye.